Hello everyone! Welcome to the very first episode of Say It With May. I am your host, Malin, and I am so happy that you're here. Coming from my end, that honestly felt a little surreal to say, mainly because I never thought that this would really see the light of day. I never thought that I would be sitting here going through with recording, posting, editing a podcast. And a lot of that had to do with some personal reservations that I had. And I thought about all the negatives first. And maybe that's where, maybe that's where it all started. And I thought of, what are other people going to say about this? Are other people going to like the podcast? Am I going to epically fail at this? Is this even something that I do? Because I have never done anything like this before. I've made silly videos with my friends, I post on social media, but nothing ever like this. So hi, for anyone who does not know me or just stumbled upon this podcast, hi, my name is Malin and I'm a 22-year-old student athlete who is currently navigating the end of a huge chapter of my life. So for the past 16 years, I have been a student athlete and I have never really identified as anything else. I've never really gotten into who am I. Anytime anyone's ever asked, it, that, that's, always, that's always been the first thing that I've always said. And it's arguably probably the thing that I'm most proud of. Especially for the, the time length that I have been a student athlete. So, reality is really starting to sink in for me. Again, in seven short months, I will pack up my life here at school, close this chapter of my life that I felt like would last forever. You never think of the last time. And realistically, that was also me four years ago. I sat back the other day and really reflected on the past 16 years of this journey. And four years ago, I was in the peak of my senior year of high school. It was something that I had looked forward to arguably since I started high school. They always talk about, you only get four short years here. That's always what we were told. This will go by so quick. I was excited for my senior year. They always talk about you get to experience the last with your friends, all of your home football games, all of your sporting events, all of your silly theme days that some people were too embarrassed to dress up for, that some people went all out for. I was excited to do those things with my friends. It didn't feel like a bad thing. The end of that era in my life didn't feel like a nasty breakup. It felt like something that was a rite of passage. It was the last of the last. A huge part for me of experiencing the last of the last was 
playing my last year of high school softball. And starting the season, we felt really good about it. We felt like this is going to be a team that realistically, like the past three years that I had had in high school, will make a great playoff run. My whole high school career, it it was, honestly, it was a high. I mean, two out of the three years, we made it to district championships. We made it in playoffs every year that I was there with my teammates. And we felt like that last year was going to be, you know, another great year. And I was looking forward to that. I was looking forward to that last year. I was looking forward to senior day. And then in March of 2020, we got that haunting text of two weeks off, let this die down, we'll return back to normal. Two very long weeks go by, and spoiler alert, we never returned to school or softball. And that was honestly a really, it was probably the first really hard time that I went through with softball. And it was a heartbreaking experience because I had the question of what do I do now? One, this is something I had looked forward to now for the past how many years of my life. And now I don't get to to have any of those. I don't get to play with my teammates one last time. I, I don't get any of that. So as I was boarded up at home, couldn't go anywhere, peak of COVID, it was the beginning, it was, it was a horrible time. And I couldn't go to softball. I couldn't even go to club softball at this time. So what do I do? And although this time was very painful and it left me with a lot of open-ended like questions. And it left with a lot of questions that I never found the answer to. Although this time was really painful, it taught me a lot about myself and who I am outside of softball at that point in my life. Obviously, I I knew that I still had four years left after I had graduated from high school. So I could find a little bit of comfort in that of it's over now. It This era is over, but you still have a whole new experience to jump into that if you weren't playing, like this would be it. This would be the last of the last forever. I had comfort in the fact that I still had four more years to play and I got to start over. But what I couldn't cope with is that I enjoyed that era of my life so much. And it was one, and I still cherish it so much. So, because I couldn't play softball, I couldn't even go to school every day, I had to find other things to do. I actually started a business, basically peak COVID. It started out as something really fun to do. Um, It was just making designs, making t-shirts, coasters, cups, anything. 
and it actually turned into a legitimate business. And it's something now that I look back at and I cannot believe, I can't remember what life was like without it. I can't remember what I even did before I I had the business. So I am now, because again, this era, this new era of my life, this collegiate softball, softball in general, again, in seven months, it's going to be over. So I am trying to pull lessons from my senior year self, senior year of high school self, of how to cope with that. And again, I am just facing this this dooming and I feel like it's, it's a never-ending question in my head of what do I do now? I felt like softball and school would last forever. And call me naive to think that, but when you are actively doing something, whether that is your job, your, your career, maybe you are a student athlete, maybe you're just doing something for fun. You never think about when it's over forever. You never think about the last time you'll have an at-bat, the last time that you'll throw a pitch in a game. The last time you'll step on the field. The last time you work at a project at work. You never think about that. Because you get so caught up in what you're doing. Or you look so, you, you look forward to the next thing. So now I'm sitting. In my college apartment. That I will have to pack up. And close this chapter. Again that I felt like would last forever. So I'm actively trying to find ways to push past this, what do I do now? And I had this conversation the other day that when you end an era in your life, when you end a chapter that you thought would last forever, it feels like a breakup. Oftentimes, when you're in a relationship with somebody, isn't that, isn't that the end goal? Is it's going to last forever? You know, till death do us part. And it's the same thing with things that you do, especially things that you love. And I love the game of softball. Again, I just thought it was going to last forever. And it's because I I had been doing it every day. I enjoyed it. I loved it. You You don't cherish the end. You enjoy the now. It feels like a breakup. You are not breaking up with a significant other. But essentially, you're breaking up with a past version of yourself. So this brand new chapter, although tough to grapple with, is the beginning of the new era of your life. And and that's hard Because, again, I had only identified as a student athlete. I went into job interviews. I had questions for school. On my application for grad school, they ask you, you know, who, basically, who are you? I sat in job interviews 
when the first thing that they, they, when they sit you down, they say, tell me about yourself. That's usually what they start out with. And my first go-to, always, always without a fail, I would say my name. And then that would be followed with, I'm a student athlete. Always, without a fail. That was always my answer. But now, you know, what do you say? And although that you will always be a student athlete, okay, it's always going to be something that you did. That experience won't be taken away from you. But in seven months, I won't be a student athlete anymore. I used to be a student athlete, but not anymore. So the question, again, I keep asking myself, besides the what do I do now, is who will I be now? Kind of an identity crisis. Truth be told, I don't, I don't have all the answers. I really don't. I am kind of flying by the seat of my pants. I am taking this day by day, step by step. The only solid conclusion I have come to and that I have found immense comfort in is that we are not defined by what we do or that one thing that we do, but it's by who we are. And that's something that a lot of times people don't really know who they are. I can solidly say that I could list off traits that I have. I could list off things that I do, but who I am as a person, that is now taking me a little bit more time thinking about. Again, because I have been in this era, I have been in this shit in the student athlete shell for 16 years now so finding ways to cope with that is obviously the end goal with this you want to avoid the inevitable that identity crisis after it's already over the I didn't find ways to cope with it before it happened and I didn't really accept this new reality that I'm facing So now I'm stuck. So I'm allowing myself personally to grieve that part of myself that I once lived in. And I know that my journey's not over yet. I still have seven months. Short, but also long. But I also have to accept the fact now that this is not going to extend past these seven months. And it's not going to happen overnight. You are going to, it's going to come in waves. There are some days that I wake up and I'm so emotional about it. And I think to myself, man, you know, another practice today, you know, this won't be my life forever. And there are other days that I wake up and I'm okay with it. It's not that I won't miss it, but I'm doing a better job at coming to terms with that part of my life that I identified with the most will not be my reality. And a part of that is finding out what's next, but on your own timeline. 
you can't push yourself if you're not ready. And I really am starting to look at it from, I get to start with a 100% clean slate. I get to find new hobbies, interests, passions. Because ultimately, isn't that what self-identity is? That's what identity is in general. Your self-identity, personally, is composed of all of your interests, passions, dreams. All of those things, ultimately, make up your self-identity. I am constantly, actively reminding myself that softball and academics are just two things that I do. They are not who I am as a human being. Finding out what you're truly interested in, or maybe you're expanding on interests that you've maybe got to research in, or maybe you've dabbled in them throughout your journey. They are so important to ending a chapter of your life. It was funny because I actually went on a road trip with my cousin um, at the end of September and he is a ex-student athlete and I had never really, I haven't had this conversation with anyone at this point in time. I had so much turmoil in myself about this next stage of my life. And I had so many internal conversations, but I had never, you know, kind of voiced it out loud. So we had a almost five to six hour car ride. So we had a lot of time to talk. So I had brought up about kind of the upcoming end of my sports career about how this is, this is going to be over. And then what do I do? I haven't been able to do anything in the last 16 years. I haven't been able to find hobbies. And I was kind of saying everything that I had said to myself. He completely understood where I was coming from. And he was a trooper for listening to me because I'm sure I was going on. He had been in my shoes before. He had played four years of collegiate baseball. But he explained to me that on the flip side of, yes, this is horrible leaving behind and you will have good days and you'll have bad days, but you have time to be able to pursue your passions. And it was one of those conversations that you don't really know how much you need it until you're having it, until the conversation is actively happening. And it was a conversation for me that changed my mindset about this chapter ending. He kind of gave me his testimony about although it is horrible and it's painful right at the end of it, you will get to pursue those things. He pursued music. He found new hobbies. He got to spend more time with family and friends. Whether it's someone you know or maybe you you know, see stories online. You can find a support system. I personally have also found a lot of peace with reading other stories online, posted on sites and social media pages. Example, The Hidden Opponent and Hope for Athletes. 
These are two um, organizations that advocate for student-athletes' mental health. I've seen so many stories on there about letters to current seniors. What life looks like after sports. They have been so comforting in the fact that I feel less alone. The same way as I was sitting in my cousin's passenger seat, having this conversation with him, I felt less alone. I know I'm not oblivious to the fact that I am not the only person that is going through this right now. I know that there are other collegiate athletes or people in the world that are facing the last chapter of their life. But it's not it's not overly talked about. That self-identity crisis after you've ended such a big chapter of your life isn't something that you know you just easily bring up or that is often kind of put out there and publicized. And it's not glorious, but it's it's real life. It's actively happening to a lot of people. I felt like I was the only one in this shell. And I felt like I I can't overcome it. I can't leave this part of myself behind. And that's why I found so much comfort in the conversation that I'd had with him. About you can find other passions. You can find other hobbies. You can find time that you did not have before because your life will not be revolved around two things. You will have the flexibility and the freedom to be there for all the big moments in people's lives. So as I continue down this road, I'm experiencing, obviously, my last of the last. And these truly are the last times that I will ever experience this. I know that my senior year of high school, I didn't get to walk across the stage in a normal way because of COVID, but this will be kind of the first and last time that I ever truly attend a graduation. This is my first and last senior day. And it's kind of an odd thing to say because I'm sitting here telling you guys that this is the last of the last. This is the last time I ever get to do this. But it's also kind of my first time doing this. I had never been to a normal graduation. I had never played a senior season. We just had media day and we're taking senior pictures together. That was just something that I was not used to because I never experienced that and it felt good to experience but again it's also the last time that I'll ever do it I am learning right now how to pull experiences and lessons from this stage of my life and kind of transition them into this new chapter and that is just the beautiful thing about eras in your life and and experiences is that throughout these past 16 years, I've been taught so many things about myself, but also my identity. 
although I, I had identified as a student athlete, digging deeper into it, I got to self-reflect and think that I'm a lot more resilient and stronger than I originally thought I was. And I learned that because of softball. I learned how hard of a worker I am and how I can take adversity and turn it into something positive and meaningful. And honestly, I could go on for hours about it, but I will save everyone the time. Because the biggest and most important lesson that I have learned through the last 16 years is the true art of appreciation and gratitude. To appreciate the moments, big and small, and to appreciate the people around me. Over the last 16 years, I have met some of the best people and now have become some of my best friends who realistically will be in my life even when softball's not, even when academics are not. The experiences that I have gotten between traveling, traveling with my dad constantly, traveling with my my friends, I've seen parts of the world that most other people will never get to see. I've also had the opportunity to play collegiately on a higher level. The This is an opportunity that most student-athletes in the world don't get to have. And that is enough to be appreciative and show gratitude as it is. Because I had the opportunity to continue even after my senior year was kind of ripped out from underneath of me. I had those four years to continue to do what made me passionate, what brought me joy, what filled my cup. So all in all, this podcast is going to take you through my journey of truly finding out what's next for me and deciphering who I truly am as a person. So thank you for listening, and until next time, this was Say It With May.